0: You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 74 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. We're here each and every week to give you a look into our lives of sharing what's going on in our pursuit of a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, we also are inviting you on the journey with us. We want to hear what's going on in your life as you're discovering techniques and tips and help and everything we can think of to help us just feel good about ourselves. Absolutely. And I I feel good about
0: myself this week. I don't know how you are doing, but I feel super healthy,
1: Extremely well, healthy. I would love to hear more about that. I, I'm very excited to hear that you're feeling great about yourself. So tell us what is going on this week that uh, has you feeling so great. Well, it's 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 your fault
0: because you talked me into watching this this um, video, the the documentary about the guy with the, the juicing, and uh, so, so this is a, the the documentary, uh, fat, sick, and nearly
1: dead. Oh, yeah. You know what? We have some audio feedback from Fred because I, I want to give him full credit for this because he's, All right. he's the one who called in and told us a little bit about this. And if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and pull up Fred's feedback. What what show is this? This is Balanced Living Week- Weekly, right? So yeah. it's right here. And Fred and here's his movie feedback. I just got to stop that music playing in the background. This I'm a professional podcaster. Pay no attention to the guy behind the <laughs> microphone. Here we go. Uh, Fred, let's see if you can hit play and hit now.
2: Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick. It's Fred from Long Island. And I'm calling to talk about a movie I just watched on Netflix, Instant View. It's called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Kind of a depressing title. Um, but I, I would consider it sort of the opposite of the movie Super Size Me by Morgan Spurlock. In, in this Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead movie, a guy by the name of Joe Cross, Uh, An Australian who uh, has spent time in the U.S. decides that, um, as the title implies, he's 41 years old, he's obese, and uh, he's having some serious trouble with a chronic skin disease he's had for about eight years, along with other health problems, and he decides to come to the U.S. um, sort of on a road trip for two months with a film crew, it seems like, and um, He decides to go on a two-month juice fast, so only drinking uh, juice made from um, fresh vegetables. Uh, He shows uh, this little rig he carries around in the back of his car, I guess, for when he's traveling, but um, he meets a lot of people along the way, and really it's only the first half of the movie that talks about his story, and then it kind of takes an interesting turn from there. So I would highly recommend it on uh, Netflix Instant View, or I guess you can get it on DVD, and uh, give, it a, give it a look, see what you think. It, the title is depressing, but the movie itself is, is pretty uh, lighthearted. Uh, he, I think, was inspired by um, Super Size Meat because there's some little animations in there. Uh, and he throws in some interesting facts along the way. So uh, one thing to point out right off the top, Australia has just as much of an obesity problem as the United States. So uh, the two countries are kind of similar in that way. But uh, I hope you get a chance to watch it and uh, enjoy it. It certainly made me think about this whole concept of, of uh, drinking, uh, you know, juice as a meal replacement. So, talk to you soon.
1: All So, there you go. Father Roderick, now that is how I first heard about the movie. Okay. And I heard it from
0: you. And you told me to go watch it. And we would talk about it uh, this week. But I, I actually went a, a little bit further than just watching it. I actually actually started to... Apply some of the things that I saw and learned from that documentary, and uh, I guess that's why I feel uh, psychologically just very healthy. I'm not sure if the impact has been, you know, measurable, but but I definitely uh, uh, kind of I wanted to to put into practice what we saw. But, but perhaps we should just talk about the documentary and the story. Uh, b- before we go into uh, how how I kind of started experimenting with the the contents of it of it, now you watched half of the documentary
1: already, right? Yeah, I am right at the halfway mark, and so basically the first half of the documentary is us getting to understand who this guy Joe is from Australia, um, who is over beast and Overbeast. over <laughs> over <beast>. He's, <laughs> He's exactly. overweight, obese, whatever. Uh, that term, <laughs> it's a new one. Yes, we we <laughs> trade that, trademarked that one. Uh, but anyway, he is—he's overweight, and um, I don't know that he's nearly dying. So he's certainly fat. He—he he, you would be considered sick, in that he has a, a skin disease that—that that, you know he certainly is—is is struggling with, um, and he—and you know whatever you know ailments he may have had, I'm not sure. I, at least I didn't pick up on it uh, watching the first half. But basically what he does is he's going around and he's interviewing other people about how they feel about their lives. And, and what's amazing to me are the number of, of like little interview clips that they shared of people. And he's like, so, you know, he's talking to this guy who's, let's say, 32 years old and weighs 320 pounds. And he says, you know, how if you were to continue to your your lifestyle, you know with the way you eat you know the lack of physical activity you know just just the way you're living life right now day by day your normal routine if you continue this way how long do you think you'll live and some people you know this guy who's 32 years old he says i don't know maybe 40 45 and he's like and he's like you're okay with that yeah okay yeah whatever (laughs) and and that that is not uncommon from the responses that he got and 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 certainly one of the impressions that i have from this is that none of this is scripted or anything like that it seems like a very genuine documentary would you agree with that
0: i i totally agree i think it's uh it, it you get the the real deal and i think that the second half of the of the documentary kind of proves that that this is uh this is not made up. <laughs> and he, I, I was quite shocked by those responses, I have to say, but also by the people that he, he meets, you know, and, and and just seeing how uh the people seem to be kind of prisoners of their lifestyle. Yes. I remember this this conversation in this uh, uh bar where he talks to I think a father and, and his son and 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 they basically say, Well, you know, yeah, we, we think we should change, but eh, we can't we just we can't we, i don't i i don't think i can change i don't think i can stop eating this 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 kind of food i'd miss it too much and so yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of like with open eyes you know you know that you're killing yourself basically and yet there's this uh, inability to to make a real change or
1: to commit to change yeah that was,
0: that was kind of shocking
1: it, it was and what's amazing is how easily i was able to relate to what they were saying and and just for myself just you know obviously uh, for me there's before i i mean obviously i've i've experienced a great deal of success over the last two years i would say mm-hmm. so almost two years now uh but prior to that i had had a desire to change my life and i tried and I, and i you know i would be great for two weeks and I would fall back be great for a month and then fall back be great for another week and then fall back and it was just I always I felt like that I felt trapped and and sometimes it felt like it was easier to just give up I mean it's like why bother if I'm just gonna get back to here and and so I had that you know that defeated mentality but when I for me it was when I went into the hospital and when I was fat sick and almost died Mm-hmm. That's what woke me up, and I said, "You yeah. know what? I no, you know it. It it's not worth it to eat this food. Does it taste great? Absolutely. And it, 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 for some reason, I think it tastes great. Um, mm-hmm. But this is this is wrong. It, it it's it, it's it. In my mind, it became morally wrong for me to eat mm-hmm. this way. And yeah. and what I meant by that is is that. I believe God wants more from me and expects more from me as a husband and as and as a father. And to throw my life away by eating the foods that I was eating and and being uncontrolled, um, I was I was living a lifestyle with my lack of physical activity and with the style and the way that I was eating that certainly had little regard to my responsibility to be there for my wife and kids. Right, and and not to mention you were passing on that lifestyle to your kids. Yes,
0: that would potentially also uh, suffer the the consequences of that at, when they have your age. Exactly, <laughs> and when you're old or not around anymore, that's kind of the scary part of it. So I, I yeah, I was stunned by by some of those responses and and saddened because it's. Uh, uh, it, it, you, you get the feeling that we're all like keeping ourselves hostage, and the, or, or the way that we have organized our society and our food distribution um, is is creating this prison like situation, and we don't we cannot break free anymore. It's like there it was literally this guy who said, "I just don't have the willpower," and and it's it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. And then it starts early because there was this one girl that he meets. And and I think are two girls actually, and they are going to for you know, to go and get fast food, and they look you know really good as teenagers. But you know that if they keep th- this lifestyle five ten years from 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 that moment, they won't look as good as they looked there. They will be super overweight, and they will have huge health problems. And then he is like, so why do you do this? And then the one girl answers just very bluntly, uh, "Well, I don't care." I'm, why don't you care well, i'm 16. yes that, that's it like, she says i am 16. i don't see the consequences yet i'm 16. no you, you don't yeah, that, <laughs> you will later it and then blew the my mind yeah it's crazy it's 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 so uh, so honest but true but but the thing is yes you don't see it when you're 16 years old but you will have trained that lifestyle for for 10 years and then once your your body cannot get rid of the of the energy anymore, that's when you will suffer the consequences. So it's kind of this ticking time bomb, <laughs> and it, ah, it was scary to see that.
1: Well, so he's going around having these interviews, talking to people, and he over the process is is you know uh, talking to you know doctors, and and this is all supervised by doctors. He's getting his blood checked, making sure that you know his his vitamin levels and all of his nutrients are, you know, well balanced and things of that nature. Um, another thing he's doing is he's interviewing some doctors that are talking about juicing and, and the difference between micronutrients and macronutrients, uh, which, you know, is very valuable information as far as I'm concerned. Um, Mm -hmm. he talks about, you know, why juicing, you know, why, why juice, why not just eat the vegetables? And, right and and I love the demonstration he says okay well here to to get the amount of nutrition that I would need to be on a juice fast for the period of time that I want to be on um I need to eat this much in a meal and of course there's <laughs> no way you could eat that much yeah yeah but when he <laughs> processes it down into a pure juice of those uh vegetables it it, it turns it into something he can drink in a glass and By golly, that's that's all the nutrients right from that from that you know starting material that he starts with.
0: Yes, because that's that kind of the premise of of the first part of the of the documentary is that he is going on a fast for thirty days where he will just the only thing that he will take in is this this vegetable juice vegetables slash fruit because he's mixing mixing it up and uh, he 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 is. He's confident that he can do that because he's so overweight. So he says, he, I, literally, he points at his belly and he's like, "Here is what I'm going to burn <laughs> for these thirty days." Yeah. So this this is not something that anyone should just emulate. I think that that's very important to realize. That this is if you are, you know, just slightly overweight or something like that. This is probably not the way to go. <laughs> it is because you need to have extra energy to burn. There's no way that you can sustain like a, a diet where you will just drink this, this juice for, for the rest of your life. That is, that is probably going to end up giving you more problems than it will solve. But in his situation, it was kind of a radical kind of reboot and and, then to unlearn a lot of the bad habits that he acquired over the years.
1: Yeah. I I think it's just important for us to just stay, state right now. And and this is true of anything we talk about on our shows is, is that we are not doctors or, Nope. nor do we have any reason that we should be giving anybody medical advice. But uh, certainly with any of the things that we, we talk about here, we highly recommend that you seek the advice of, of somebody who is a professional in the medical field. And, to- and,
0: and that's what he does as well. He goes to see his doctor, and actually he's monitored throughout the duration of this experiment. Yes. And the doctor says, you know, as soon as something goes wrong, we'll stop. And, and so that, that's I thought that was very wise to include that. Yes, uh, we've seen the same thing with uh, uh, Morgan Spurlock's documentary, where he's also monitored. However, the doctor is seeing how it destroys his 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 body, but that's the purpose to show to demonstrate that. So I think that Spurlock took a much bigger risk, I think, with his health than this guy is doing. Yeah. The, so the, the 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 device that he uses is is a, a juicer, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this big. It looks like a blender, kind of an oversized blender, and you just put the fruit and the vegetables in the top, and it will uh, separate the juice, the fluids from the, from the, basically. And so, uh, and, and he's pretty successful. He starts with 15 days in, in New York City. I don't, I, I never gathered why. He stays for 15 days in, in Manhattan. I was like, why, why would you?
1: No, and I, then- I think he, he should, sh- I think he answered that because he, he explained, oh. he's, he, you know, he used to come to the States a lot. Uh, he, you know, it was, it was almost like a second home to him. And when he did, I think he said he had stayed in New York and, and it's like every corner you go on, there's great food everywhere. That is true. And that is it's, true. And, very good food. And so that's what his point, I think his point was to say, you know what, if I, if I can, if I can stay in the city of New York, walk through here and spend 15 days and remain on this juice fast, then I know that I can go anywhere throughout the United States and maintain the rest of it.
0: Right, 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 right. Okay. I see. I understand. And then he goes and travels. And I think that the the, the part where he leaves the city is is actually visually uh, much more appealing to me. Yes. It's more varied. And, but uh, okay, I see now why he stayed in New York. And, and at first, it doesn't go well. I mean, he's drinking the, 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 the green goo and it's not very good. And he's like, I, I, I'm not sure if I can keep this up for 30 days. Which I, I I felt, yeah, I, I would probably have the same reaction. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look appealing at all. He he constantly invites other people to taste his uh, beverage, and like almost in, uh, uh, unanimously, everybody is like, ah, I don't, don't like this. Tastes like grass. Yep. <laughs> this is <180. laughs> and and some others are like their faces are like, hmm, hmm, okay. <laughs>
1: it it just does not taste well well, he also had another lady um that had agreed to do a ten day trial yeah yeah she
0: suffers from migraines and everything, and he feels that it's probably also related to her lifestyle mm-hmm and so but she does she goes all does she go all the way or is she kind of cheating a little bit? I can't, I can't remember.
1: I, I, from what I remember watching, I think she went all the way. She she stuck it out okay. for ten days. I mean, like they went out to the steak restaurant. She's you know her husband is supportive, yeah. oh. but but her husband certainly doesn't make it easy because he orders this She's big, brutal. yeah. Oh my gosh, he's ordering like
0: a, a whole plate full of chicken wings and and fries and everything. I was salivating while yes. watching him eat, and then she is just drinking her green goo next yeah. sitting next to him. Yes. that was cool so at least alien dude he can just avoid those
1: places (laughs) she could exactly well she she i I loved it because he he would get on and do like a video skype call or something with her and Mm -hmm. and check in to see how she's doing and she's very eh, very upfront with the fact well you know that the first time i like I, i did this and then Next thing I know, I'm in the bathroom, and <laughs> I'm like, I thought like, everything squared out, and then nope. Fifteen minutes later, I'm back in the bathroom. It's like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> exactly, too, too much information.
0: However, I think for the purposes of the documentary, it's honest. It yes, at least doesn't glorify
1: the juicing. Yes, and the side effects of it. But she, even after ten days, you know, her she had. Said that her headaches were not existent, yeah, um, and and that things were extremely well for her. And now she said, obviously, that you know she was going back to regular solid foods, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, she said that it's something that she would consider doing again in the future, just if she felt like she needed to. So. Right. 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 And, and she was at the same place. She was, you know, starting out. She was like, Ugh, that's disgusting. And then, you know, <laughs> usually I guess her taste buds kind of adjusted after a while. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yes. Or maybe and, you find a better concoction of, uh, you know, a, a better a better blend of the style of fruit and vegetables you use.
0: Yeah, I want I want to make a point about that later on uh, when we evaluate the documentary because I you know there are some 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 things that hmm, I'm a little bit skeptical about or anyway, but before we go to that, um, th- there was another thing that struck me and that was the calculation of the costs of this diet because oh, okay. I, I was like okay vegetables yeah that's that's probably going to save him a lot of money because he's not spending it on the. On the junk food and every and on, on restaurants, but then he gives you like this. He adds up what he pays, and, and I have to specify that he only uses uh, organic vegetables
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he's drinking so much juice that you know, if you you would just go with all the uh, well the non-organic uh, vegetables and fruit, you, you might um, take in a lot of toxic toxics because of course it's you know, it, it, uh, if you don't go organic, it's it's. Uh, well, pesticides, they, you know, and pesticides and stuff. and and that piles up. If you just eat, just you know, get fruit and vegetables, and that's the only thing you eat, so that makes sense. But then you know, he was like, I think it was for a day
1: of juicing, he
0: would spend twenty seven bucks. Is that is that correct?
1: I you, Some, you know I don't think I saw where he had said that. So I have, maybe I haven't been at that place yet. Anyway, I, I was shocked. I, I was like, wow, that is expensive, and I could, I hardly
0: could believe it.
1: So that I does, went to. That does not yeah. shock me at all here in the states. Um, that, no, that, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah, but twenty seven bucks per day. I was like, who who is going to do that? Um, and later on, he justifies it. But I went to my local uh, organic store. I was all, all inspired, and I was like, okay, I'm just you know going to try it out for the sake of the show uh, that we have on on Thursday. I I need to try, and I I, I was I was committed to buying all my vegetables at the organic store and then I saw the prices and I was like there is no way in the world that I'm going to buy my vegetables here I was shocked yeah that was so expensive I mean like a cucumber that normally would cost 60 cents it was like 1 buck 20 um they they had these like very dirty looking uh what was it again um gosh the um it's it's not the uh the leak but something that looks a bit like leak um anyway it like the prices were like three or four times what i would pay at the normal supermarket and it the the, most of the stuff looked really dirty and it was full of like earth And, and and then i don't know the type of people that walked around there were all like a little bit scary (laughs) like like like, like this big community store for people that survived the 60s and still you know we're listening to bob dylan every day and (laughs) and some people even recognize me in the store hey you're the guy from the tv and they they, they, like they were looking at what i was buying or what i was not buying and then i was like what am i gonna do because i i you know if i if I go and do my groceries here, I'm gonna be bankrupt. It's I just was not mentally ready to pay, and then I was like, I have to pay. I have to you kind of pretend that I'm here for something, you know, because everybody's looking at me like I don't belong here in this store. So I ultimately ended up by buying like this little little box of rice and then some something else. Oh, some 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 pasta that was organic, and I, I paid like ten bucks for just those two items. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> I
0: literally, when I, was when I stepped outside, I felt this sigh of relief. It was like, Oh, I'm out. I survived. <laughs> How can people buy their stuff here? <laughs>
1: I can't believe you bought that instead of just paying a dollar 20 for a, for a big overpriced c- cucumber. <laughs> you would have saved money. Well, yeah, I know, but, uh, it's, oh, gosh, I just came here for an organic cucumber because I am that into organics. <laughs> You would have saved you know, yourself $8.80. Oh,
0: but you know, I don't know exactly what I would have paid for that rice, but it that seemed, seemed kind of like a reasonable price for what I got. Whereas with the cucumber, I was like, I'm going to feel bad about this cucumber for the rest of the <laughs> week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so it
1: shocked
0: me. It, it brought me back to reality that if I, you know, going organic, that is going to really demand because uh, I've been talking about organic stuff and encouraging our, our listeners to go and go organic and you know it's about the total price of your health and blah 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 but once I tried it myself now I understand what what the the difficult part that to me is a deal breaker the pricing anyway
1: yeah well, so a couple questions for you uh first Steve Howard's in my chat room and he actually has a, a great podcast called grow your grub um uh-huh. or growing your grub growing your grub <laughs> And uh, he says, "Nice discussion. Remember all the government subsidies to keep the commercial food artificially low, while they make organic growers pay for inspections, certificates, and certifications, and all this other stuff." Uh, so I have one question for you: Do you, in the Netherlands, around the Amersfoort area, do you not have a uh, like a local farmers market? Possibly. I never uh, looked into it. I w- that's something I would highly encourage you to look into because what you'll have is hopefully you have some people, you know, within, you know, 10, 20 miles of where you live and they come together on typically on the weekend uh, and they will set up shop in this area where local people can come and shop Directly from them, most of the time you're yeah. buying the food right off the back of their pickup trucks or something. I, I, I've
0: been to farmers market in the United States, but I don't think that we have something as big as that. But it's also probably because our supermarkets are, are not as big as <laughs> the ones you guys have, right? And so our our, our fruit and vegetables are perhaps less messed up than than they are over there in the United States. But okay. but uh, okay. it's a good point. Perhaps on the market it would, or even if, if, if even if I go directly to farms here in the neighborhood, yeah. I get not cheaper stuff. A- it's absolutely. just going to be far away. I, I have to, you know, it's, it's going to be a long bike ride. But uh, but anyway, it's 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 ah, it was difficult. But to go back to the documentary, okay, fair I, enough. I, I still think
1: that no. And thanks for the tip for the. I'm I'm going to look into that. Well, if, I'll, if you, I'll report back. well think about <laughs> think about this. Okay, so you you imagine the time and energy that you would expel to go to all the different local farms. Mm-hmm. And and stuff like that. And when you add up what your time is worth, then you think a dollar twenty for this organic cucumber. Hmm, that's actually quite a bargain.
0: I know it's just mentally for someone from the Netherlands.
1: I know you Dutch true. people are so cheap. Knowing that you get
0: the, exactly the same <laughs> looking cucumber that tastes exactly the same with the pe- la- with free pesticides. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Oh, well, um, anyway, it's, it's a good experience because I, I realized that, wow, this is not as obvious as I thought it would be, Right, <laughs> this organic thing. And so he, I, I was um, impressed that he, he kind of manages to get through those 30 days and he loses heaps of weight. I mean, that was the thing that I was like, I need to look into this juicing stuff because, wow, if I can lose that much weight in one month, it's worth it. And he doesn't seem to suffer at all from the you know the restrictive diet or by
1: just drinking that juice well he, cer- so, he certainly had the extra layer of um, stored yeah. stored energy
0: but he seems to he seems to feel fine and actually his, his spirits are up towards the end of the the fast mm-hmm. instead of down. yeah so that I thought it was pretty compelling. but then you know it towards the end. It, it, he meets this uh, um, truck driver and that truck driver has, surprisingly off exactly the same skin condition or problem that, that, that he has. And so, uh, and this truck driver is uh, like twice the size of the, of the Australian guy.
1: It's twice the size of even when he started, you know, when Joe came to the States, yeah. I mean, he was overweight and they show pictures of him with his gut <clears> hanging <throat> over. But yeah, this truck uh, driver is uh, at least twice that size.
0: Yeah, and so, the, well, they meet, and and of course the the Australian tries to talk this truck driver into the juicing <laughs> diet as well, and then they they kind of part ways, and, and and at that point I thought this is the end of the documentary. And then I look at my player and I see that there's still half an hour to go, or perhaps even more, like forty minutes. I was yeah. like, what what are you gonna do? <laughs> how how is he gonna? fill my time with with now that his his fast has been successful and that's the part that you uh, still will will see so I, I i'm not going to spoil too much of it well but i i
1: i can i can assume this what's going to happen so basically it left off with um and this is where i stopped you know, mm-hmm. he, he's back in Australia. Things are he he you know, he's obviously back on the solid foods, but he's yep. been able to maintain this. Um, I, I just want to state before we get into the truck driver part, uh, he goes back to Australia and the people he's doing business with, you know, the, the, he's involved in many different, um, you know, business pursuits. And they say that he comes into board meetings, and he's a completely different person. I mean, he's like got—he seems so much more in tune, and he's able to think so much clearer than we've ever seen him before. And he seems so, so engaged, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and he's he's just a drastically different person. So I really like that. And then yeah, so he's there, and he's he's back, and of course he plays a voicemail that he gets on his that was left on his uh you know cell phone that he had while he was traveling through America. And yeah. it's the truck driver says, "Listen, you know, I, you remember me? You told me that if I ever uh, decided I wanted to, to a change in my life, that you would be there to help." And he says, "I'm I'm reaching out. I'm I need help." And so that's that's where I it's- left off. But I don't mind you spoiling for me. Okay. So, but I, I do plan on watching the rest oh, of yeah, the documentary. It's, it's
0: watching because it's really it's it's. Good stuff. I mean, the best part is is, is the, the the whole you know the emotional range that this this truck driver goes through.
1: My so ass- my assumption is that the documentary ends with this guy like dropping off a ton of his medication, that he's probably lost over a hundred pounds, and 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 that he's <laughs> much more than that. He's he's going through some amazing things, and now he's out there uh, inspiring other people around the world with what yeah. he's doing. So. You guess right? <laughs> That's what happens.
0: <laughs> but the way it's 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 shown is great. Uh, so he goes back to the United States, and he continues f- filming his documentary. And, and and this time he's the teacher. Yeah, and he he pledges to help this guy. And it turns out, you know, he talks to his did the dad of the the father of the truck driver who tells him that you know you know the, the guy was on the brink of, of of committing suicide and there was just no he was so depressed and it he was at the end of his wits and so literally i think he saved the guy's uh, life so they 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 together they decide that he is going on this diet as well so the australian guy is going back on a Jews diet and so is the truck driver and at first, of course, huge change. And <laughs> then he doesn't like it at all. And then this truck driver has this brother who is not at all willing to. F- and of course, brothers, same lifestyle, looks just as unhealthy. But this brother is like resisting the, the entire idea. He's like, yeah, I, I might do that like once every week, but I'm certainly not going to follow you in this crazy, you know, everyday only Jews thing. Right. And so, but... It starts to work. Uh, uh, the 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 and and an important thing that they show in the documentary is that it's not just the juice; it's also the physical exercise. So they go for oh, walks good. and everything. And then of course, the, the 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 big truck driver at first he cannot do anything but walk. Even walking is difficult. Yeah. So he goes like really slowly, and he's completely out of breath. I think he walks like. a a quarter of a mile and then he's almost he almost passes out that's how 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 bad his health is but over time bit by bit just by walking he 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 builds up stamina and he starts to shed the pounds more and more and more and more and in the meantime you know they're interviewing his family and friends and so you see all their reactions and so uh and they're just kind of a one at one point there's kind of they leap forward in time because otherwise it would, would become too boring. And he has already dropped tons. I think he has lost more than a hundred pounds already and that's only after a couple of months. and so huge success and, and he he stopped he stopped his his work as a as a truck driver and, and that's another thing that struck me is that that you know he is he knows that he, it's gonna kill him if he doesn't make a radical change. so he just jumps into it, he stops working basically. So you, you need to be able to do that. So I guess that he had some uh, family in place that, that helped him basically pay the bills for, for that period of time. But it's like, this was a matter of life and death. So I don't yeah. blame him.
1: I mean, this stopping. is a guy who, as far as he's concerned, I wouldn't be alive in a month from now if I don't yeah. make a change. Exactly. And so for me to take a month off of work to maybe get physically and mentally healthy um it's not it's, a bad it's not a bad thing even if it's kind of tough going for a while. Yeah.
0: So when when we see him after a while, it's he's unrecognizable. He's like is that the same guy? It's he looks 20 years younger. That mm. was my first impression it's like oh, that looks like his kid. And it's, it's it's crazy how much Losing weight can make you look younger. It's, it's what, what struck me when I saw your metamorphosis over, the, over time. It's like, it, you are not getting older, you're getting younger in the yeah. way you look. And, and the same is true for Stephanie. It's, it's incredible. You guys look like you, you, you just, you know, went back in time. It's, you took the DeLorean and, and did time traveling <laughs> trick or something like that. Yeah. And so, um, but then there's this dramatic development where his brother who didn't make the change... Gets a heart attack. Oh, no. And so he's hospitalized and narrowly escapes death. And that's his big wake-up call. <laughs> he needs to make the changes as well. And so and that's when you realize that, wait a second, this is really about life and death. The, the, the nearly death in the title of the documentary mm-hmm. was not just a, a marketing trick to sell the video uh, or, or, or you know, attract viewers this is literally about the the life and death of these two brothers and so the australian guy goes back home and then, but they leave cam- a camera crew there that f- continues to follow these guys and well as you said you know they are super successful both of them l- lose a tremendous amount of weight uh, the, the, the 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 trucker if you see him at the end of the documentary <laughs> it is just unbelievable I did not know that someone that, who had been that overweight we're talking like morbidly obese literally morbidly overbees this over would be bees. For, oh, it was <laughs> overbees it was not just obese over over overbees and um, he uh, he looks like a normal person like that you could never tell that he had dropped so much weight. So, wow. it, very, very impressive. It, more impressive than anything I've seen on The Biggest Loser. Uh, that's for sure. We, and then, but you could also tell that his entire state of mind has changed. He's he's a different person.
1: That's you amazing. Were, I, I was just gonna say I, I'm very thankful that I stopped the document. You know that I had to stop when I did and and stuff like that because you know I, I don't think my wife really needs to see the beginning you know the mm-hmm. the first part yeah but i think that she would totally uh enjoy watching everything that you've just told me about the second it, second part it, of it it's it's really beautiful
0: yeah i, I was like wow this is just giving the chills to see that transformation it was very uh empowering and so, and you know, it all ends well. And what I like is at the end of the documentary, you know, with just the the, the uh, writing on the screen, they tell you so w- what happens. So, w- so w- what's happening now? Was this just a, a temporary uh, burst of energy and success, and did they go back to their old lifestyle? No, they, actually, they continued. And if you go to the websites, they're both active on the web. Uh, y- you can you can see that they are still continuing this this new lifestyle. That is it's,
1: a, that's very very cool. That is exciting stuff. And and by the way, folks, what we're talking here it's called fat, sick, and nearly dead. Yeah. So fat. I'm actually going to see if there is a. Uh, let's see here. Fat, sick, and nearly dead. I'm going to see if there's a website and an but easy website. Web, yeah, there's a web. Fat, but it's actually the fat, the website. Yeah. Go ahead. Fat, sick, and nearly dead. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: The, the, the whole thing is tied to. Uh, there's a commercial side to this, and they, they want to sell these juicers. I think he struck a deal with one of the <laughs> the, the, the the makers of the, the juicer that he uses in the in the documentary. So right, uh, that's right. that's kind of. But I I, I don't blame him for it. No. Why, I mean, uh, can it makes it's, sense? It's, yeah, and if it can help people, but again, so did they show the doctor just like Morgan Spurlock did? They he went back to the doctor, and all his you know stats have improved, and he's off a lot of the medic medication. Uh, but in both cases, both for the truck driver and the and the Australian guy, they never they didn't have the symptoms of that skin rash anymore. So it was clearly linked to their diet, and that made me think about something that I had a couple of months ago. Um, I started to have like very itchy skin and I know that at that time, at that point in time, I was not eating as healthy as I, I used to eat. Mm-hmm. And so now that I've changed back to kind of the healthy lifestyle, um, that totally disappeared. Right. So way, I was like, wow, I, I do recognize that. I don't have that kind of rash, itchy feeling anymore. So it's clearly, you know, skin is very sensitive, I think, to uh, to your diet. Uh, where are we in time uh, Cliff because uh, I, I want to kind of do some meta reflection on this documentary
1: yeah, we're, we're at 38 minutes so yeah let's go ahead and uh, start doing some reflection and, and share, us, share with us what, what this inspired you to do and, and some of the other thoughts you have on it and we'll wrap up within the next 5-10 minutes sure well uh,
0: w- my first idea was like I'm not sure if I will do this whole juicing thing but I do realize that I don't eat enough uh, vegetables and and that's where I like the documentary about the explanations and and, and it just sh- hammers it in how important those micronutrients are and, and how much they can prevent all sorts of of of, of illnesses and, and I know this from Dr. Monty as well from Fitness Rocks where he kept insisting that you know the Mediterranean diet and the fruits and vegetables that should be the main component of you of what you eat and I don't do that enough. Right. I, I do eat much less than I used to eat. But it's still not balanced and I think I should, you know, eat much more fruits and vegetables. And so this whole idea of, of kind of uh, instead of preparing dishes and then and, and that requires a lot of intricate cooking to, you know, do, bring in that variation with vegetables. Because I, I, I personally find it difficult to cook vegetables in an interesting way. I mean, I, I know how to cook them in a boring way. But that's kind of what I ate when I was a kid, and I didn't like vegetables. And I think a lot of people don't like vegetables, mostly because it's difficult to prepare them well and to make them tasty. And so this whole idea of just putting them in a machine and then just drinking the stuff—it appealed to me. I was like, I, w- I want to give that a try, but I felt hesitant to, with the whole juicer idea because I knew from from previous research the big problem of juicers is cleaning the device because yeah. you, know, you get all that fiber and and it sticks in a machine, and then you've got you know you got to take it apart, and it, and it takes you like fifteen minutes to clean a, a machine. And a lot of people give up on juicing just because of that, because of, you know it's just such a hassle. It's it's and, a time consuming activity.
1: And here's what I I just want to say real quickly: if if that's a concern, imagine how much of time it takes to prepare a meal at home. You know, you're talking True. With, True. when you when you're adding it when it's all said and done. If you think about, you know, making, you know, homemade macaroni and cheese and even throwing <laughs> some frozen fish sticks or chicken nuggets in the oven and preheating the oven and all of that stuff. When it's all said and done, I don't think that even 15 minutes cleaning out this juicer, Perhaps. taking it apart and putting it back together. It, it, it's all in the mind and the perspective that I think you look into could, it. Could be.
0: But uh, and Beth in the, in the chat room uh, is saying she, 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 she has a juicer. She uses it quite a bit. She says, I, I have a, uh, got one that's really easy to clean. But I, I know from the at least the brands that we can get here in the Netherlands that they are pretty clunky and and and, and just not very practical. And, and that's where I kind of made a pragmatic decision. I, I know myself. If something takes me 15 minutes to clean, no matter you know, if if I would lose that time otherwise in, on different things, but I, I'm not gonna do it every day. It's, right. it's uh, I'm lazy. I don't. I, I I already hate kind of cleaning my blender after making <laughs> a smoothie. Let alone you know this juicer right. and this additional consideration of the cost and and having that huge scare of how much those vegetables cost if I you know organically and how much how many vegetables you need for just you know a bit of juice. I was like you know I think I am going to do the Dutch version of this, and I'm going to. Do an experiment where I will blend together the vegetables, so that's what I did. I use my blender. I've got this very powerful uh blender because you need one if especially if you're gonna gonna use vegetables they're pretty resistant, so you need a good motor and a lot of the, the 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 cheaper blenders won't won't do it so I have one of those industrial blenders that that look a bit like the ones that they use in in will It blend, you know where they put an ipad in and oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if mine is that strong, but it has a very powerful motor. And uh, so it can crush eyes and everything. And instead of, so I, I usually make my smoothies in the morning and I use fruit to do that and a bit of yogurt. I learned a lot actually by reading up on, on those juicing slash blending websites. So actually it's, it's, it appears it's not a very good idea to to blend in uh, uh, a fruit, to combine fruit with uh, protein like like yogurt. It's apparently not, it's better to just do fruit and, and, and take the protein at a different time uh, because it kind of messes up your, it could mess up your digestion. Okay. Uh, um, and uh, another thing that I learned was, of course, that the, the, the upside of using the entire vegetable is that you get all the fiber, which is very good for your digestion. And so uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to give it a try. So what did I do? I went to the regular supermarket, but I, 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 there are different types of supermarkets. I know that there's this one that has good quality vegetables. You know, they get like high ratings in the, on the consumer websites and everything. Um, so I was like, okay, they probably have less poison on their, on their stuff. And um, I know it's, it's a all psychological. <laughs> so I got myself two cucumbers. Um, let's see. I need. I need to translate this into English. So two cucumbers. Um, I got endives, which I normally never eat, but it's it's green leafed vegetables. But the endives are a little bit uh, bitter in the taste. Okay. Uh, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. Carrots, because I read that if you make blend in carrots, it gives it a little bit of more of a creamy taste, so it improves. Um, and then celery. Uh, is that how you pronounce it that's yeah celery celery which is also a vegetable that i used to hate when i was a kid especially if it was cooked i was like this is the most disgusting thing after brussels sprouts so i was like i'm gonna try celery and then apples because i read on on a lot of these juicing websites that if you combine what they do in the documentaries they put anything together you know and on the website of the of the that particular juicer they show you videos where they mix, you know, whatever fruit and whatever vegetable. Um, and apparently, but then again, you know, my research has been a bit cursory. It, it's not the best thing to do because some some fruits are, uh, uh, are, are causing, you, you have these chemical uh, reactions with vegetables and it will upset your stomach and it will create... All sorts of digestive problems, the ones that you saw with the lady in the, in the documentary. So fruits combined with vegetables, not a good idea. So it's better to separate it, except for apples, apparently. So you can mix in apples. And so that's what I did. Put it all into the blender. I had to add some water. Otherwise, it, it just doesn't blend. <laughs> it's too dry right uh, I, I had just a, just a cup of water not much and i blended it and i had to shake the blender several times because it's kind of mm, it's difficult to to make it all blend but i managed to create this green goo and it looked surprisingly similar to what i saw in the documentary and it was much thicker though because it had all the fiber and uh i took photos of the whole process and posted that on on google plus um, and, and on, on Twitter and on Facebook just to kind of share this with the world, including if it would fail, you know. I was like, okay, I, I need to share this. And I was actually able to get it down. It wasn't too bad. And I think the apples helped a lot. It yeah. gave it sweet taste and it was not bad. It was It did not taste as grass. It wasn't as bad as what I feared it would be. So I was like, okay, I think I can do this again. So the second time, I put in more endives and I left out the apples. Big mistake. Uh-oh. It's drinkable. It's a, it's really awful if you don't put in the apples to sweeten it up. So instead, I tried to add some salt. I was like, okay, this is more like soup. Yeah. So what if you add salt? Turns out, salt doesn't doesn't help at all, unless you put a lot of salt in there, which would negate the health benefits because right. too much salt's creating high blood pressure. So the the going for the savory uh, mix not a good idea. It didn't work for me. And then I went back to, you know, to apples and I'm still kind of tweaking it. And I think the cucumber is very important because it contains a lot of water. So it, it kind of brings everything together. And I think I'll, I'm, I'm going to leave out the endives ne- next time or just put in a little, tiny little bit because the endives really give it a bitter aftertaste, which does not invite you to do it again. Right. But I'll keep in the carrots and everything. But the thing is, you know, I, I, it just it gave me a kick of doing that. And I was like, this is the healthiest thing I've done in my life. I've never had so many vegetables in one day. And I would never be able to get this intake of vegetables if I would just integrate vegetables in my regular cooking. And the other thing that struck me was that it totally filled me up. So I had like two glasses of that green goo for lunch and I did not get hungry till six, after six. And normally if I just eat like sandwiches, I always have this craving at around four o'clock or five o'clock and I'm tempted to, you know, just eat junk food or go and have some chocolate or that sort of stuff. And so it's like, wow, this is great. It's probably all the fiber. It just expands the stomach and it makes me feel full for an extended period of time. And that too, to me, is a big benefit of this. And and I just, wow, I've just discovered another use for my blender. So uh, I like it. I'm, I'm 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 doing this i've now, now uh, d- done this blending thing uh th- three times now and i think i'm going to integrate this in my regular routine i will not do just a diet with justice but i can totally see me doing this every other day uh, and replace one meal with with a blend and, and just go for you know i'll just skip lunch i don't think i can drink this for breakfast yeah, that's, <laughs> that's 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 a, too much of a sacrifice and i don't need it honestly i don't need to you know go the super radical way but i do believe that uh this is is just going to boost uh the amount of vitamins and 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 micronutrients and everything and fiber also right I, uh, the, oh, the other thing that they show you in the video and on a lot of the websites is spinach so apparently spinach is is very tasty and uh and and, and super healthy but i cannot take um, uh, spinach because of I've got a, uh, a kidney stone problem Oh. and and uh, so I, I form kidney stones pretty rapidly or I used to at least I used to get treatment every year I remember that my specialist told me that that's not possible that's that's not normal human beings don't generate kidney stones at this rate so there's something going on and I have to say ever since I, I, I adopted the healthy lifestyle with the running and and different type of food. I've I've never had kidney stones so far, but but anyway, my specialist forbade me to to eat spinach because it's it's uh, uh, changing the um, it it just promotes the formation of kidney stones. So that's the only thing I I can't eat. But there are mm-hmm. many vegetables left that I can try out.
1: Well, Steve Howard in our chat room over here says try honey for sweetener sometime if if maybe the apple isn't something mm-hmm. you want to put in there. So good idea. There we go. But I never
0: thought that sweet. And the savory taste of vegetables could work, but it does. It does. And it's
1: Steph- not bad. Stephanie makes a, a spinach leaf salad for us all the time, and we do spinach leaf with uh, strawberries, and the strawberries are very sweet. And we yep. and we have grilled chicken, and uh, and a little bit of red onion, and sh- we sprinkle just a little bit of salt on it, and wow, it's amazing. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah, you
0: have to be careful with the, 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 the onion in the, if you blend it all together because that too will have uh, quite an effect on your digestion. Yes. So I had one, one time, the second smoothie that I made, the green smoothie, it, it created um, some uh, um, undesired consequences that even ended up on, on the latest episode of The Break. So if you listen to it, you'll, you'll hear my green smoothie acting up there towards the end.
1: I was like On days that I'm podcasting, I'm not getting a green smoothie. Nice. Well, I look forward to listening to that episode of The Break. Which, by the way, I think you could probably get at, um, is it thebreak.sqpn.com? Uh,
0: yeah, thebreak.sqpn.com. Or just look for The Break on, on iTunes. There you
1: go. Well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up here for this episode. I want to say thank you to Fred from Long Island for calling in that suggestion for this movie. Uh, again, fat, sick, and nearly dead.com is the very commercial site for the uh, for the brand, which I think is totally cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And I look forward to watching the second half of it, uh, finishing up where I left off on Netflix, and probably will have the entire family watch it with me. So, Cool. Very cool. Of course, if you want to
0: get a juicer or a blender and you want a good quality one and and you don't want to get it through that website of the fat, sick, and stuff, you can always click on the Amazon banner on either gsbn.tv or or sqpn.tv and we'll get a little bit of a... Kickback from that if you do that. So Or sqpn.com, by the way. sqpn.com, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it just, you know, just just alternate. Alternate, <laughs> yes. Go back and yeah. forth. Get your blender through gsbn.tv, and if you get the Mercedes, go to sqpn.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. We are very happy to have you as a listener. And if you want to give us some feedback on our uh, comment section at balancedlivingweekly.com, Or give us a call at 859-795-4067.